ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant, Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm Ted. I'm resembling a tomato because Nelio won't stop talking and making us all laugh before the show here. Oh, guys, but, sorry. Uh, it's, all, it's all his fault. Blame him. Um, so, guys, we have most of the usual cast with us tonight. Tyler's here. Amy's here. Nelio's here. And uh, Ivy will be on at some point. She just texted me and said, hey, I just got back. Let me, you know, I'm going to get ready and I'll jump on. So she'll be on. But we have special guest on tonight, Ashley Slashy. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight, Ashley. I'm already having so much. <laughs> you know, you're like the fourth person. So I, I've got to ask you this. How, how often do you do these podcasts where you actually have fun? That's my first question. <laughs> That's a throw shade. That's brutal. Your huh? silence speaks volumes, according to Nelio. That's that's his phrase. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've been told repetitively in like the last two months that we're the most fun podcast that, that people come on. So, I'm, I'm we're gonna keep that going tonight. We're gonna have some fun tonight here. Yeah, yeah. it's so, it's definitely few and far between. Yes. See, it's you know what Camille would call them the basement dwellers. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but we do. God damn it. So we're uh, we're here to have some fun. So uh, listen, we're gonna we're gonna do some round robin questions. We're gonna do everything we need to do, but first we need to do the biggest promotion that we do every week right here. We need to talk about our main warrior, little Bryce, fighting his his uh, his battle with leukemia, little two year old buddy. Okay, we need to make sure that we we get him. Look at that, Amy's reffing the uh, ref. Amy is is repping the shirt there. All right, repping. <laughs> She's repping the shirt. <laughs> it's fantastic. My brain's still awesome because Nelia made me laugh too hard. So, so many cameras. but uh, but guys, go, you can you can hit uh, Mitch Norton up to to buy those shirts um, at Mitch under or what is it? No, it's it's a uh, Norton underscore graphics on Instagram. So make sure you you hit him up. Uh, go get a shirt. Support Bryce. They're also selling drawstring bags, and they're working on some other projects. And if you are a uh, an indie wrestler, or even if you're you're not an indie wrestler, but you're working on getting some merch out there, um, he does tons of merch designs. He's doing our merch designs right now. We've got two t-shirts already approved, and uh, I'm gonna get these guys to um, to do the Brady Bunch picture for me tonight. And we're gonna do the Brady Bunch picture, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool. And I'm so, so happy I dressed up, Ted. Oh man, it's gonna be it, it's gonna no. Be this is perfect. This, picture, yeah, this is perfect. Out there, man. This is perfect. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying. Brazilian hey. giants, like, look at the traps. <laughs> I just have to sit like this the whole time. Yeah. Vince McMahon is sitting in his Telling basement watching our podcast going, look at those traps. I know. Yeah, if yeah, I'm not yeah. signed by the end of this podcast, I believe Ashley. That, that's a mistake, yeah. Signed. It's an injustice. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, uh, listen, we'll, we'll hit all the CCW stuff at the end. Nelio, you'll be able to give us all of the, uh, all of the stuff there. Yeah, and, uh, three we'll... huge shows this week. That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I would be – I would three normally – I, normally I drink – I <laughs> <laughs> drink an entire bottle of, of alcohol on the podcast. But this week I'm in training because I'm wrestling the Sandman. 
So I'll be drinking two bottles of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to keep up, brother. You got to keep up. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, Don't man. you have a very important question for him? I do. I have a few very important questions for a few people this weekend. <laughs> I might just have a completely different panel next week on Forest Tide. It'll be great. Oh, man. It's be It'll be sponsored by the, the uh, National Drug Council of America or something. <laughs> Nancy Reagan is going to come back from the grave to be on our podcast. Next week. Uh, huge gets. No, dude, we get can't do Ted. that. You can't bump Just Incredible. You're not bumping Just Incredible. Oh my God, Just Incredible's next week. <laughs> I think he is. I just gonna. I could just wait a week. Go, okay. Yeah, go you're gonna. Continue. You're gonna have to yeah. wait a week. I think because I'm pretty sure he. I'm like 90 percent sure that he is next week. Let I, me, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure too. This is what. What? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what today's right, date is, dude. So, so I, listen, I, I PJ. I spoke to PJ a couple nights ago. He's it's wild, dude. It's going to be a wild time. But it's probably going to be wilder today. Let's get to Ashley. Why yeah. is this taking so long, Ted? No, no. We haven't asked her any listen. questions. It's like 20 minutes, dude. Listen, listen. If you would just learn how to shut your goddamn we're mouth about, for like, one minute. We're talking about old ECW guys who have, haven't been, you know, in 20 years. And here we have Ashley, who's like awesome and She's managed him. I, I saw it on her Instagram. Didn't you manage him one time? You um, managed Hacker or, P, or PJ? PJ. I managed PJ for... Like two, three years. Oh my goodness! Cool. Look at yeah. That. So <laughs> look at that. All right. So t- tell us, tell us how that came to be. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for a journey. Um, I'm all about it. Yeah. Go ahead. So my... get the traps ready. <laughs> I'm gonna do one. Do one the whole episode. Just one. The first wrestling school I went to was trash. Um, the the trainer was trash the students were trash everything was trash um and then i went to a new school and that was also trash and our the first person we had scheduled to teach did not show up and then the second teacher we had was incredible and not supposed to be a teacher just someone who was not not like born with the ability to teach and our our second teacher that came in was an incredible wrestler he was amazing in every way possible except that I feel as if if he had like a young son and he was like here's here you go this is how you tie a shoe he would yell that at him and then this child would grow up with trauma and mm. then become Marty McFly and have self-lacing sneakers for the rest of his life. And that would just, he would never have Jordans. So Sounds like my uh, dad. Yeah, just live a very sad life. <laughs> yeah. And we went from having like 20 students to having two. And of the two students was just me. And some other kid who like you could just kind of tell was not gonna ever do anything ever um this this poor dude was like i'm going to be the next john cena and if i'm not then fuck you and he also just didn't want to put in any motivation towards anything it somehow does not connect from you know one goal to yeah he's the... missing the like hustle part 
the, in, the in between part of <laughs> yeah, right? the goal and i'm like so first of all we're gonna go to the gym because you got you need that in between part to you know really yeah. <laughs> to really you know get there at any point in time and you know there's just a lot of things lacking to and you know no like also, don't yell at me 24-7. That'd be, that'd be great, especially if I'm on your ride. And <laughs> So you were driving the only other student to the school. <laughs> yes. And then they would kind of be dicks to you, and then yes. you would just learn how to be a professional wrestler. That sounds like one of the like weirdest experiences possible, right, to be a wrestler? Yes. Well, also, our second teacher would just be like, it's our first day of training, first day. Uh, like I had already come from another school so I and I had already been working for a couple of years and I had already had a couple of matches and stuff but his first day of training idea this was his idea his first day of training was like all right all 20 of you line up so there's the top rope who's your favorite guy and then we're like eh. and you know they got to me and everyone like just laughed and I'm like okay but then some dude was like, I like Jeff Hardy. So he's like, all right, top rope, swanton bomb time. And you're like, hello? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know how to do a backflip. And you're like, well, there's the mat, there's you, there's the top rope. And then you're like, for real? And he's like, well, if you don't do it, you got to leave. And you're like, wow. So that's just kind of how it was. And then you're just like... So who did you who did you who did you pick then? Like you were like a million dollar man, I'll give you a million dollar dream, right? Like you you after the first guy, it's like I'll just pick the easiest finishers possible. Yes, that's what was happening. That slowly started happening. Yeah, it's like oh, I'll then, give you a choke slam. I like the giant. Come here, you know, like you yeah. bend your neck, right? So that that slowly started happening after like the first like yeah. a couple hard times went through. Mm -hmm. and then, the guy's like okay do a 450 or you have to leave and it's like what it's yeah like, why do i like juventud guerrera like <laughs> no, it wasn't even that popular <laughs> why did i do that why did i like juice like the, the really hard stuff went by and then like the people who were like i want to prove myself because like, i'm badass like there was one kid who was like oh, I like Rey Mysterio and I want to do like a 619 and he was like, flew himself out of the fucking <laughs> And then finally just nobody showed up. And then, then the trainer stopped showing up. And then we had no trainer for like weeks. So like you just drove the other guy there and just wrestled him and just like hit the ropes and stuff or what? Or you just didn't go? Um, you just like, we're like, screw it. We found out so it was a two-hour drive to the training place. Oh, my God. Yeah. And me and him found out by driving there every day for two weeks and finally being told by the person who owned the place that, oh, yeah, hey, we don't have a trainer. <laughs> oh, yeah, the police showed up. He's in jail, right? Like, so, like, really? <laughs> We've had that That's happen, bad. too. And... Hey, girl. This is hey. Ted's wife. Actually, hey, Ted, hey. Uh, 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 no, get, get out of here. Ted, why'd you put your wife on, dude? Where's, whoa, where's whoa, whoa, wait, wait, No, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Are you like, are you You're supposed to just go with it. You're supposed to be like, Ted, get upstairs and tuck in the kids. I'm mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to just go with it, Ivy. Instead, you just. 
Ruined well, for our listening audience, Ivy has joined us. Thank you very much for uh, gracing us That's with your presence. Too. Me with my cat. <laughs> yeah, the butters? cat's coming. Is that Butters? Is that the right That's name for butters. that one? Yeah. Can't, we can't have a show go by without the cats. Of course not. And then Luna's here too. Aww. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> All right, guys, go. Perfect. Are, Perfect. You, are you a cat person, Ashley? You're a dog person? Um, I really want an orange cat, but like for costume related reasons <laughs> <laughs> and i finally made friends with somebody in my town that has an orange cat and i'm there very happy <laughs> that's go. cool i think that's the best of all worlds like you don't have to clean hold on wait a minute is that it is that a um an anti-possession tattoo that i see yeah oh, I oh here we it. go again oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah uh, ivy is our uh, is our local witch Yes. Yeah, actually, I got uh, Luckily, I covered up my possession tattoo. Oh, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> Don't worry. Why do you have a what? possession tattoo? Do you want to get possessed? <laughs> <laughs> this is an anti-possession. I was unfortunately That's how it gets possessed off. when it's I actually... got it. Actually, like it wasn't me. <laughs> like, why are you so funny? <laughs> That's how it gets off. Stupid it's, it's, tattoos. It is. It is what it is. You know. I, have, um, like, I don't two... think any tattoos are stupid. So I have like two nice tattoos and then like two stupid tattoos <laughs> i want to know about the stupid tattoos what are the stupid ones i have johnny knoxville on my back oh i need to see that i'm sorry oh, johnny. <laughs> i love johnny knoxville so much <laughs> that, oh you should not have told him you should not that have told him because now he's not gonna leave it alone that is badass i love johnny knoxville now he's in not high school leave it alone. me and my friends all got the jackass guys tattooed on us that's fantastic. Who got BAM? Like, do you have a BAM one too, or do they have to get BAM? No, like, everyone got, like, the individual person that, like, best represented us. Who got so the BAM? Got... Did they update it? <laughs> <laughs> no, they covered it, it in the fill. It was like, yeah. ah, just make him look more um, like yes. So we have, like, everyone from, like, we got Wee Man too. That's <laughs> awesome. Like, Wee Man is on my friend's butt. <laughs> as he should. As yeah. he should. So, Why not? Young did you grow up? Did you grow up on the East Coast? Did you grow up in Connecticut in the area? Um, I grew up in Canada. Oh my goodness, oh. that's even better. <laughs> like, like you, when you're five, you definitely can murder someone in Canada. That makes yeah. little sense now. I mean, you still <laughs> like, probably can. You probably still can, yeah. Yeah, as long as you say sorry. You're so you're like, like do you, are you do you you feel Canadian? Like, when did you come over? Like, how like do you consider yourself a Canadian? I, I, I feel Canadian. How do you feel Canadian? If yeah. they drew you in South Park, would you have like the thing on your head? Or would yeah. you have a detached or like? Yeah. <laughs> That's. Perfect. I have a very long torso, so you can tell I'm Canadian, but I'm still short. So. <laughs> Wait, is that real? Or are you just yeah. like like Canadians no, have like, long torsos? Or you, yeah, you, you can usually tell a girl is Canadian. That's hilarious. That's... By like their rib cage. When did you come? When did you come uh, to the U.S.? When did you decide to like? Um, I didn't decide. My parents decided, and then you when know... you were five and they were running from police, I'm sure <laughs> they're like, "Hey, I have this idea. How about we leave the country?" <laughs> <laughs> My dad was frequently running from the police for his own reasons. Oh, cool. So how how did that lead to you uh, you managing PJ for three years? Okay, so oh, I forgot. Our, yeah, third, yeah, yeah. our <laughs> third trainer came in, and it was him. And 
I think he was expecting more. And he was like, he walked in and he was like, where's the class? And I was like, it's me and this kid. <laughs> the only one left was, coming. <laughs> yeah, and he was like. <sighs> and we're like, yeah. So, uh, you're very famous. <laughs> Fantastic. And he, yeah, and he was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so, uh. I'm actually here to learn. This one, not so much. <laughs> but uh, you will make money off this one. Yeah. If you tell him he looks like John Cena. He doesn't. But he, even though he was like very large and very Jewish Afro, and Cena was bald. <laughs> you know. God, he looked just like John Cena. Just like him. So you, you trained with EC3 is what you're trying to say? No, I'm just kidding. Yup. <laughs> yup. And then eventually from there, I trained with Jason Knight as well. So I run a charity organization myself. So I just hey, really that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped wrestling for five years to establish a charity organization for children. Um after doing a lot of charity events through wrestling and like just I did like two or three events specifically for children's foundations when I was wrestling and I met a lot of kids in need. And I was like, you know what? I need to take like a second and just do something for the kids in the community. Yeah. And I just went out and I said, fuck it. I'm going to do something. And I got to a point where everything is fully established that I don't need to be there like 24 seven now. So everything is already done and I can like not stay on top of it because I have people that are like really awesome and like I got three people running it now like with me and for me and I don't have like I don't have to like be like a fucking watchdog about it yeah yeah and like people are responsible enough to like handle it and I can like fuck off to a show for a weekend and I won't be like oh my god everything's burning (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, that's awesome. Like, that is really good. You know, like, uh, you know, we like to, we like to always joke around, but like, in all seriousness, like, that's something that's the most important thing is like helping kids and, and helping, you know, other people. Um, so that's. So listen, yeah, shut up. We're, we're not going to talk about everything that happened in wrestling this week. Okay. Just, just stop talking for two seconds. And we know you like to hear your own voice. Uh, Amy, Ashley. I'm going to come to you for a, for a question. I know you've got one or two lined up and, uh, and I'm going to yeah. turn it over to you. So we talked a little bit how you got into training and how you met uh, Justin or um, PJ. Um, Were you always a wrestling fan growing up or did you just kind of like fall into the wrestling business? I know some people who just showed up one day to a tryout and were like, I have no idea what this is, but I'm going to do it. So like, what was your, how did you get started with like your interest in wrestling? Um, I started watching it in high school because we didn't have a TV when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. That was like the shittiest 
childhood, <laughs> of course. Um, so if I saw anything like on television, it had to be like at a friend's house or something, mm-hmm. or like an educational Jesus program. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that happened to me. <laughs> um, so in high school, wrestling happened, and I was like, wow, that dude is really hot. What is this? Oh my God, he's beating people up. I love this. <laughs> Perfect. So who was your favorite growing up then, like as you came up in high school? Um, JBL. <laughs> that's a legitimate that's exactly answer. Who, that's exactly that's who I thought you were going to say. Who do you think I was going to say? Jeff Hardy or like, um, I was going to say. Even though I was like, really really emo and like super super goth like my fender was like covered in pictures of jbl and you were like what the fuck <laughs> i love it like like the rich That's texan cool. jbl or the texas jbl like the texas the, jbl i love like, that yeah like like rich like rich jbl stock market yeah yeah i was like hates mexicans <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm Hispanic. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I was like, I was like, mm, there's something not right here. <laughs> my most prominent memory of JBL is when he was like throwing people back over the border. I remember that, right. that freaking video package so much. My only, oh. my, the only time I met JBL was in a hotel lobby and he was smoking a cigar and people were telling him to put him out, and he was saying, fuck you. I swear. <laughs> it was, like, the weirdest thing, because, like, I felt comfortable because I was close to JBL, but I was also very uncomfortable because I wondered, like, if people were going to, like, kick his ass or, like, throw him out, or if he was in gimmick or not. Like, I think that he really was like that. He was literally just smoking mm. a cigar in a fucking lobby and saying, fuck you, to people. It was... It was he was, he was definitely life. in gimmick. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> no, it, yeah. There were no cameras around, but he lived there. Yeah, there's maybe. people. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I met him. I got to meet him when I got to, like, go on for, like, being a rosebud. Ooh. Like, when Adam Rose was a thing. That was awesome. I want to know all about it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> not just JBL, obviously, but, that, like, I mean, How do you I want to know, want to know everything about JBL. But, but like, the Rosebud experience, but, how, like, you met him, and did you, like, kiss him or hug him or run up to him, or what did you do? I wish. Um, what? Why didn't you? I mean, he might have been, you, he might have been receptive. It could have been, like, the starting of a... <laughs> I mean... That's exactly what will happen if, if I happen to come across Jeff Hardy and within close distance. I'm humping his leg. I'm probably going to pee my pants. It's going to be a great time. Um, I think you I are a have... cat, right? No. <laughs> I have some of his armbands he gave me, if you want That's them. That's awesome. Oh, no, um, stop, girl. Don't play with me. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have them in front of me. Somewhere in front of me. I have, like, a little storage locker of crap, like, oh. of, like, crap wrestlers have given me that I don't care to have. Um, <laughs> so I, I know I have a pair of Jeff Hardy's armbands from when I was... At I TNA doing a tryout. Them from my nipples and like. 
So I definitely have a pair of those. I have like two pairs of those and they're like the classic green and black ones. So I got you, girl. Oh, girl. Um. <laughs> I'm getting hot and bothered over here. I need yeah, to she's stop. excited. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit me up after this and I will I hook will you up. I'm going to hit your DMs. And Do it. I don't slide in DMs, but I'm going to hit your DMs. Yeah, I was going to say, you're the one always complaining to us about when people slide into your DMs. Like, yeah, well, so. slide this way. <laughs> Boom. Come Boom. on over. I will hook you up. I I have like so much crap from wrestlers like that I don't care to have. Um like I have hmm. like some nasty ratty jacket from Dean Ambrose or whatever he's going by now. And God, is it disgusting? <laughs> I'm surprised that it hasn't hit the eBay or like why not, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I was about, I'm I- not I'm not that I like save my stuff for people okay. I know would enjoy it. I was about to say um, like we could we we should talk off air because we can maybe we can uh we can throw together a little bit a little bit of bread and uh and buy some of that stuff from you and Ted use just it wants the Ambrose jacket for himself. Just listen here. You shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. That has a very small frame. I, you know Ambrose or, or Moxley whatever, he's got a pretty small frame too. He it, bulked it up recently. It fits me. It's like yeah. a girl's jacket. Mm. It is it's also like falling apart horribly. It's like all the foam is coming out of it. I'm like, what the fuck did you, you must have wrestled in this? It's like horrible. Like it I keep it in a plastic baggie because it just oozes everywhere. <laughs> like you touch it and it just like the leather like peels right off of it. I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. That's what that's what Angela says on her OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what, Ted? I'm about sick of your shit. Um, <laughs> Wait, oozing leather? On, I'm so confused. Wait, on the, I like, couldn't, just I, let it go. Just let it okay, go. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so, all right. So, so you got to have JBL. like the Mrs. Hat. I want oh. that. No, yo, we're we're we'll we're have we'll, we'll become good friends. I get you. Like, okay. we'll become good friends, and then you'll just give me Mrs. Hat. <laughs> you can buy mrs hat off me <laughs> yeah see see all right so so let's let's do this guys we're gonna take our we're gonna take our commercial break wait we're i gonna... want to ask real quick before the break the rosebud experience like so yeah. i'm saving that was that like, man i'm saving that was it an corner. interesting okay uh, we're gonna have the he, commercial he does not want to break today <laughs> no i do i do okay we're gonna we're gonna talk about ccw live wrestling on the break and anniversary 17 coming up and uh go ahead throw it a break ted i did i just do that you just did that. So we're here we go. Break time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here on the Rewind Wrestling Radio Show on the Rewind Wrestling Network. And this episode has been absolutely nuts, like crazy, and not in the best way. Um, so Nelio and I have spent the better part of our day when we weren't at our real jobs trying to get this interview with Ashley Slashy to work and there's some kind of fundamental flaw with the video file and so in like random spots it starts freezing it starts doing some crazy shit and i'm very 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 frustrated at this point in time uh so we're only gonna be able to bring you maybe 15 20 minutes of interview footage uh from our interview which is disappointing because it was a fun conversation uh but 
that being said, we know that's, uh, that's not quite enough for our listeners. Some of our loyal listeners like to listen to us like as they go for their run. Some of them like to listen to us in the car while they're going from real estate gig to real estate gig. You guys know who you are. Uh, so we want to make sure that we put out a, a full-fledged show for you this week. And listen, there was some good shit that happened in wrestling this week. I, I mean, good shit to talk about anyway. We can talk yeah. some shit if we want. Um, you know, but th- there was there was some great stuff that we can talk about uh, that happened over the course of the last two weeks and, and um, kind of on our road to WrestleMania. So let's let's talk a little bit about things that we are looking forward to in wrestling right now. I know Amy has dibs on one thing. So I'm going to start with the ref, ref Amy, uh, talk to us. So first, my... of all, first of all, stop. I'm just realizing oh. what your hat says. <laughs> you saw my hoodie and just felt the need to go get it. Didn't you? Yes, I did. You just felt the need to go get it. <laughs> yes, I did. You know I what? Tore. You know what? Am I going to go? Fire. That's what they said to your, your head coach this year. So that's fine. Listen, I wanted him gone. So I'm good. Yeah, no, I think the entire league wanted him gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he definitely needed to go. And Carson going is going to be good for us in the future anyway. I know I'm not, I know I'm like alone in that with a lot of my friends. And I, I accept the fact that this is going to be shitty for like the next, until I'm like 70. I mean, I, I would. That's um, how it goes. Yeah. It's, it's, that's just the NFC East. The only thing, the only team that has anything going for them is is the Washington football team. Like, let's Mm -hmm. be real. They might have a decent season next season. Maybe. Uh, My fiance, my fiance is a Dolphin fan. He was going to be so mad if the Giants made the playoffs and the Dolphins didn't. (laughs) It was going to be great. (laughs) I would slept on the couch. (laughs) Oh man. Oh shit. All right. All right. So, so tell us what, what are you looking forward to in wrestling right now? So for some people, this might be a little bit controversial, depending on like where you live and like how you feel about COVID and everything. But one thing I'm excited to see again, and we're hopefully going to be getting it with WrestleMania is fan, like fans in the stand again. And and like, I want them to do it safely, social distancing, temperature checks. It maybe even bring like a negative COVID test to get in. I I think they did that with the Super Bowl. Um, But I just want to hear the roar of an actual crowd again, not something that is like, freaking edited by wwe so i'm super excited that like this will start a chain reaction of people getting a little bit more like comfortable with the idea of getting bringing fans in again and Mm -hmm. i think that's just elevate the product a lot because like wrestling has been exposed this year with no fans in a lot of ways and it was some of them it was good exposure and they Mm -hmm. corrected those mistakes some of them it's just like it's wrestling you can't overdo it so i think once we get fans in I, I think it will be a better product, at least a little bit overall. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, I read today that they are apparently pushing to get 45,000 people each night yeah. of mania into the oh. stadium. And I'm think I'm sitting here going, Jesus! Like Fozzie had that concert, and <laughs> all those people yeah. got sick. Like, like that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's a bunch. I, um, it makes you wonder like, what regulations and requirements they're going to put into place for that number of people. It's Florida. They're not going to do anything. Well, yeah. Uh, I think the Super Bowl had, like, granted, like, when the game started, everything was out the window because, right. like, it, you can't control, like, a mass of people. I, but uh, the Super Bowl, from what I heard from people that work in security, um, it was very organized. They kept people apart. Like, lines were done staggered so that people weren't mm-hmm. all coming 
So like there's a way to do it, but in practice, whether or not it's going to work out, but yeah. And it's, we don't believe about uh, COVID down here. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't have COVID, right? Yeah, we don't. We were, <laughs> we were just like, it. it's almost hurricane season. We have a lot more, more shit to worry about soon. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, but, oh man, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. Like, uh, I, I can't wait to hear like fans at a show again and like AEW has been doing it and the, the AEW marks that listen to us, like, you know, there's a couple of the people that, that interact with us on Twitter on a regular basis. Like AEW is the only thing that matters. I'm a smart guy. Right. And they're, you know, those people and Angela knows who I'm talking about. That's why she's laughing right now. She's like, she's <laughs> trying sorry. so hard not to geek out, but she knows I know, I'm I right. Really, yeah. she knows I almost that... jumped on one of those threads to just antagonize, but I was like, no, let me, <laughs> let me be a good little witch for once. Why not? Oh, Come man. on. You're playing but, gifts. You know, they get, they get that's the, right. That's you don't all have to actually do. say words. Oh man. I do it all the time, especially to the, to the AEW stands. Like I do it <laughs> all the time. All the time, I I just I, I just start throwing like random old WCW things at them, and they're like, "Who is that? Does that guy even matter anymore?" Could oh my he god! Fifty splash? No, yeah. he couldn't, but he could actually wrestle. Uh, anyway, um, so that being said, I mean, you know, some some AEW stands are gonna be like, "Well, AEW's had fans in the stands for a, a lot longer than the WWE and NXT," and my reply to that is gonna be, "Yeah." but they can only do so much. We're talking yeah. about like an actual chunk of people making True. noise and reacting to what's happening and not just being a stan, like mm-hmm. actually yeah. booing. Because if you ever notice at AEW, almost no one gets booed. Yeah, they, they don't. They get they're just like yeah. They're like, oh, I love this guy. And oh, I love this guy too. Oh, this match is going to be awesome. There's going to be so many spots and he's going to dive outside the ring like 80 times. This is going to be awesome. Or is it wrestlers yeah. who are there for the AEW Dark who are cheering sidelines and they're just like the stereotypical. They know when to boo. They know where to cheer, but it's just, it, there's nothing organic that happens. And they're there ding, to see... Ding. <laughs> Ring that bell, ref Amy. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like, um, you know, I'm super. I, I want to hear fans back. I want to hear that roar. I want to hear that real emotion from an audience, uh, just like the rest of the wrestling world does. But I'm deathly afraid, and I use that word specifically, deathly afraid of the repercussions of having forty five thousand people at a gathering right now. Especially Floridians who, no offense, have uh, not exactly been careful. You know, it's um, it's very frightening because think of the bad PR that comes with that, right? Mm-hmm. 45,000 people gather for WrestleMania. All of a sudden, the next headlines, 1,000 people contract COVID at WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> And that, and the problem with that is, like, uh, to be on the other end of it, it could be negatively re- repercussions for the wrestling business as a whole. Because exactly. then, because it's one thing when it's NFL, no one's going to argue that the NFL can't have fans. They're going to be like, whatever, it's the NFL. They bring in a shit ton of revenue. But a wrestling company, this could trickle down into us at CCW, and then something starts to get stranglehold. Exactly. But, and that is my fear. I'm not just yeah. talking about like people death. I'm talking about like company death, right? It's yeah. it's there. 
Yeah, it'll, it'll hurt business. Certain people. Yeah. All I mean, right, we've new- all seen how COVID has poorly affected like smaller companies anyway, yeah. like aside from the larger companies. So if a larger company gets affected like that and having it do that like trickle effect, like you mentioned, it Word. really could destroy the indie circuit. Word. I remember we had to get shut down because someone who was part of the AW, like they were just there for a couple of days. Um, not Ariel, no speculation. It wasn't him. Um, but he, they came and tra- did one training day with us a couple of months ago. And then we all had to get tested because that outbreak happened. And then, yeah. Yep. If it was Ariel, Angela wouldn't it's, care. It's okay. It would yeah, be all right. It's a pass. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was even yeah. in the country yet. <laughs> Fine. It's cool. We yeah. can make it work. Yep. She'll be, she'll be like, you, you have COVID? Just just wear a plastic bag over your head and bring it No, don't even do you. that. Fuck it. If I get it, I get it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll I'll take not. the risk, damn it. <laughs> uh, I hope Zach is listening this week. I hope Zach is listening this week. Blackmail. Yeah. Edit that out. <laughs> oh, no. That's staying. That's Come on. That's staying. great content. Yeah. That's, that's perfect right there. Oh, my God. God. That's shit for the I'm Ivy talking. fans. Oh, could you imagine how much money we would make on on Ivy fans if uh, if it was her and Ariel going at it? Oh, oh that that's God. classic material. That's awesome. Talk about the anime crossover. Yeah. We needed. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the possibilities. Stop it, Ted. I'm right. really mad at you right now, and you know why. <laughs> you know why. It's really humid in Florida. That's all I'm saying. Well, it's getting a little humid up here in Pennsylvania too. Uh huh, uh huh. Mister Mister New Mouth of the South, what are you, what are you looking forward to in in professional wrestling? What's got you excited in professional wrestling right now? Uh, definitely having people back, like you say, if, as long as they follow you know the regulations, the rules. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I wanted to uh, kind of throw this out there to you all on the panel. I think a lot of the, the reasons storylines are, are stale, they're failing right now, is largely due to that. You don't have that adrenaline in fans. Because I can't believe I hadn't thought of that before. And I may be way off the mark on that. But I do believe there's that's a reason for concern why you can come up with a decent storyline, but why there's no logic. Why you get so many where they don't make sense. You don't have that reaction or those people that can kind of be your judge on that. Not that you want them to be the final word, but that's a lot to do with the creative process, at least from a fan's perspective, somebody who don't know how to do creative. But that's kind of, you know, what I've kind of gathered over the last several months is why, you know, you'll have a few Raws or SmackDowns that are good or NXTs that are solid or even AEWs, but there's always some segments that are going to miss and that's normal, even back in the heyday. And and that's something I, what do you guys think of that? that? That's just something I want to throw out there. Uh, I, I, I have to agree with you. I think that, um, that fan feedback as a, someone that's performed my whole life, having people give me feedback throughout the performance has always energized me and, uh, made me more invested in that performance. Uh, I also think that the, the stalemate we're seeing in a lot of these angles that we're getting and a lot of these storylines that we're getting are in large part due to the fact that now we're at the point where we've burned out what we can do without fan interaction and we're recycling already from a year ago. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that I think is, is very problematic. Um, I think that there's really only two companies maybe right now that are, are 
circumventing that. One of them is Ring of Honor um, with the anniversary show. They've kind of rejuvenated themselves a little bit. And, uh, and I mean, really three, because MLW was doing stuff uh, via their video packages throughout, throughout the pandemic before they started bringing people back that kind of kept them alive. But then Impact, um, the whole thing they did with Moose while Tessa Blanchard was still staying in Mexico and had that championship and then letting it carry over and letting it develop over these last couple of months, that's been some good storytelling. Um, and it's going to lead to a fun little bunch of matches now because now we get Rich Swan versus Moose in a title unification match. And the winner of that match goes on to face uh, AEW champion. And they get a title versus title match. And, and that is really cool. I'm excited for that because that's what we want. If we're going to have these brands interacting, we want tag champs versus tag champs. That was the only good thing we got out of the invasion angle, right? Mm-hmm. When we got the invasion angle. Everyone was like, well, why do we have all these B players from WCW like making noise like these guys did these guys were like in the new blood right like and that's not to like knock on the new blood because i mean uh crowbar was in the new in the new blood <laughs> at one point and crowbar's my boy but but uh but yeah i mean like you know the like these guys just weren't um main eventers in wcw but they were making noise in wwe like sean stasiak really he was he was important enough to bring over to the wwe yeah yeah so, some, some of those you wonder yeah, but but what but what we loved that we got were the tag team matches between tag titles versus tag titles, and you had these hot potato tag title uh, runs during that whole angle. You know, Kane and Undertaker win the WCW tag team titles, and the Dudleys win the WWE tag team titles, and then you know, and then like it just kind of went around and around and around until they finally unified them. And when they did, you were like, these are the tag champions now. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and and that held a lot of water. That held a lot of water. Same thing happened. I mean, think about it. When you think about Chris Jericho, right? Yes, he's the, the inaugural AEW champion, right? When you think of Chris Jericho in the last 30 years, okay, do you think of Lionheart Chris Jericho from WCW? Do you think of Chris Jericho from Japan? Do you think of Chris Jericho, the AEW inaugural champion? No. You think of Chris Jericho, the guy who beat The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin in the same night and became the first ever undisputed champion. You think about Chris Jericho hoisting those two belts up in the air and just posing and being the guy that had both. That's what you think about right? That is what we can get from this with impact in AEW. And that's like, and I kind of, I kind of jumped in on off bouncing off of Tyler's topic a little bit, but like for that, I feel like if we can get that and get the fan interaction to back that play of what's happening and impact and AEW with that, that will be something special. And I really hope that we get that based on what we're getting with WrestleMania kind of all ties all those topics together a little bit but um yeah i'm kind of hoping I'm i think it'll hoping. be good hell yeah but but mm-hmm. then but then we get pay-per-views like we got last weekend right and yeah. listen 
um, and Amy, you tweeted it, I think, and, and you were right. You were like, it's a hot take, right? Um, you know, in an age where we're, we've had the network now for as long as we've had it, um, is $50 ever going to feel like a pay-per-view is worth it again, right? No. I, I don't think so, right? Um, I'm glad I didn't pay full price for that, for that pay-per-view. And here's why. I'm going I'm to share this exclusive footage from uh, the Rewind Dungeon here. So I had the opportunity to watch the pay-per-view um, with the OG crew from Rewind, right? Um, we, uh, we all had negative COVID tests and we all, you know, we, we, we took precautions before we, we got together. And, um, but, but Mike, Will, and I got together to, to watch the pay-per-view. And I'm glad I didn't pay full price for it. But Mike had the best, most honest opinion of the pay-per-view. And I want to share it with you guys real quick here. So just hold on one second. And uh, this is the first time I'm trying to do this, actually. Where I'm sharing something on Zoom while we do the show. And there he is. This is, uh, this is exclusive content right here. So... Middle of an AEW pay-per-view, this guy. That's that's exclusive content, folks. I, I just, I, you know, <laughs> we were in the middle of a pay-per-view and the dude's just live reaction. <laughs> you know, I would have paid. About. I would have subbed to that Twitch stream. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's I mean, great. Honestly, yeah. I think it would have been worth fifty dollars just to watch him sleep. <laughs> Mike had it right. He had it figured in. Hey. Forget the fifty dollars. I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> My hands was rocked. <laughs> <laughs> he was out. He was, he was in the chair I'm sitting in right now. Like this wow. is the most uncomfortable chair to try and sleep in. It's like a, a Ricky oh like God. office basics like twenty five dollar office chair, right? That you get in college when like you don't want to sit in the wooden chair in the dorm room anymore. It's one of those chairs, right? And he's just like out, out, right? exclusive footage you saw it here first uh so so that's where that's where i stand on it um you know the the aew pay-per-view we got last weekend had its moments listen it had good mm-hmm. moments right um the most of the match the the barbed wire match was fun right it was yeah. it was exciting it got a little repetitive but it was exciting right the ending stunk right and we all kind of yeah, know the that ending that's was bad the iwc has gone all over that we don't need to rehash that at all um, but I mean, there, there were some fun moments on the show. I mean, I, I particularly liked the cinematic match. I thought it was the best match on the card. Um, I thought hangman page and, and Matt Hardy was a, was a fun match. Um, I think it could have been just a, a hair shorter, but overall I enjoyed it. Um, I think the, uh, the tag title match kind of was the tag title match. It was the bucks and they did their thing and it was okay. Um, the the tag team battle royal thing was okay you know like it was just all okay it just felt like it was it was dynamite it just felt like it was dynamite with with a hardcore match at the end you know like um so and that's why i get disappointed because pay-per-views are supposed to be elevated um and so here's here's the here's the thing could that playing back on what we were already talking about could that pay-per-view have been a million times better if there were actual fans in the stands? That's a good question. The sour note of the ending would have been 10 times worse. Agreed. 
Because like it, it was already bad when. What was that pay per view? What was that pay per view, Tyler? When WCW, when they had the blood that that all came down in the ring. Oh, I forgot about that. And what it Sting and Vampiro? Yeah, it, I, I, I can't remember the, what the name of it, but I, I bet you can find like Shivani or somebody talking about it. It's oh man, on a like, podcast. Like, yeah. the end of this pay per view made me feel like that. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was forced. It was like they were copying what the Brood used to do, and Avi will appreciate that that reference to Edge and Christian. Remember the blood baths and everything. Of course. Oh yeah. I love it. But yeah, AEW style is definitely fan oriented, so the, their shows would would definitely benefit from more fans, but. I think this pay-per-view would have been bad either way. Like, like you said, it wasn't bad. It's just uninspiring. Like, yes. It, like I still haven't watched it all the way. Like all the way, I just watched like little snippets of the matches just yeah. to get across. Yep. I, I had t- no desire to. I was uh I was on Facebook back and forth with King Blackie because he was at the gym. He wasn't watching it live, and uh and uh and King whenever he watches something that's wrestling based, like today wrestling based. He uh, he he critiques it as he should. He's a pretty yeah. damn good professional wrestler. Yeah. And his opinion, his opinion on what's happening in the industry right now matters to me, and mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the times he just goes, "This ain't it, right? Like <laughs> this, this ain't it. You guys missed I it, right? Hear him that too. right? <laughs> right? So so I I tagged him. I said, in the words of King Blackie, "This ain't it." <laughs> Yeah. You know? I saw that. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, and that, that that spawned like a, a back and forth for like the first hour and a half of the pay-per-view. I think I said that when the the Japanese girl was out there singing terribly. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, that was awful. Oh, she should have been fired. Send her back to Japan. My God. Oh my God. Like the 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 uh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. This is not a review show for Revolution. Yeah. Um Absolutely. so 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 that's that, but that's where I'm at. Like, I, I want to be overwhelmed by pay per view, and that was an underwhelming pay per view for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Ivy, All what right. excites you about wrestling right now? Honestly, no nothing really excites me about wrestling. I don't know. Like, it's, I don't want to say that. It's, it's more so like I've just been extremely bored with it as of late. I'm not seeing a lot of content that I really enjoy. And I, I personally feel like what is messing with it for me is like, kayfabe is like dead you throw in all of these storylines that make absolutely no sense because let's not forget we now have social media so we follow these people in real life so we're seeing the the rick flair and and lacey evans shit and then what a week later charlotte's posting vacation pictures with her arm around her dad like come on you're killing the whole fucking vibe seriously and I, I don't like that. I, I I like the nostalgia of looking back at wrestling when I was a kid and really believing that what is happening here is real life. Like when you see these people feuding, you think these two hate each other. Mm-hmm. But then five minutes later, you log into Instagram now and they're best buds doing TikToks together and shit, which I hate it. I hate it so much. And it's it's kind of ruining it for me. If I'm excited about something, it's when the time is right, we're going to have fans back in the arena to hype this up because as we've all kind of touched on, it's killing the vibe. Like not having fans there is making the storylines less believable. It's making just us able to see the different mistakes and, and how boring and, you know, drug out certain things are. We're seeing, you know, like matches are being stopped midway through and guys are taking a break in the ring and then like they're starting back up again. 
it's like trying to pick up where they left off. So it's like, I don't see too much that I'm getting excited for. Now, am I going to be pumped up because it's WrestleMania? Of course, it's WrestleMania season. I, it's, it's every wrestler's favorite time of the year. But I'm not too thrilled. Like, I don't see any, like, rivalries that I'm, like, really into right now. I don't see, you know, too much going on. I don't have a storyline that I'm kind of, like, stuck in being drawn into. And it's disappointing me. It's disappointing me a lot because, you know, I fell in love with the wrestling business for a reason. And I feel like the reason why I love wrestling is pretty much out the window now. Mm-hmm. So I can't seem to get into it. And it frustrates me to the point that I, like, I don't know if you guys saw, like I shared something on Facebook a while ago that said something like, if you can't afford going to a big WWE show, there's plenty of, you know, indie companies that put on great shows. And I really truthfully am sticking to that now. I'm starting to see myself enjoy you know, look like checking out, you know, videos of other indie wrestlers that they're posting and like checking out um, like the CCW Alive stuff that you guys are doing, because that is actually drawing me in. That's keeping mm-hmm. me interested. That's getting me to love wrestling. But when mm-hmm. it comes to like AEW, um, you know, WWE, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not there. It's not believable anymore. It's not even remotely making sense anymore. And I'm, I'm tired of it. So, I don't want to go on a rant about it all night, but. <laughs> so what you're saying, what you're saying is this ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. Do you feel it gets too stagey? Is that, is yeah. that kind of. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that's kind yes. of, I'd be interested because you brought up a, a fantastic point there, Avi. And that, that's what I want to ask you guys. I kind of feel like that's the problem. But to be honest with you, kayfabe's been dead for a long time. And, and with respect to Vince, that's a largely due to him. Absolutely. He wanted to go, it's sports entertainment, pal. You right. know, he didn't want to, because he and had I, something I, against professional wrestling. Where it definitely doing. has been dead for a long time, you know, like we all know that. But I think with they such, beat it. like, mm-hmm. yeah, with they the, beat it to death. Yeah. And then on top of that, we now have the influence of social media. Like, I know that, like, you know, we had the, the conversation a while back on the show about, like, um, what was it? You know, like, the, the women that are, like, trying to do the OnlyFans, and there's issues with breaching contracts and this and that. I mean, I, I get it, but at the same time, like, if you are portraying that character, then you need to stay in that character in order to keep your career alive, in order to keep your fans invested. And yeah. we're not getting that. So we're all just kind of looking at it like, I I literally feel like I'm turning on the TV and I'm just kind of watching a movie and then like I'm going on social media and I'm just seeing like my favorite actors and actresses just doing their thing, enjoying time with their family. It's, 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 it's not cool. Like I don't, I hate it. it'd be it'd be one thing if like they had their social media, it was their real, their shoot name and, 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 and they're always that. Yes, on social media, but the fact that they're trying to do like this half-ass, like, oh, I'm f- I'm gonna have Twitter beef with you, and then you get photographed yeah. in another photo on someone else's profile and stuff. Right. Like, I, I was yeah. always under like the impression like if WWE wanted to do it right, like the, I I think they do this to a stance. They control the people's social media like to a T, but they only yeah. control in ways of marketing. They don't really do That's the kayfabe stuff. Mm-hmm. They, I think they need to lock that in, and AEW too, because AEW does that shit too, but. They, the thing that they have going on is they spin it on a sports base. So it's kind of like UFC, like the fighters right. fight. And, but then they're like, Oh man, that was an awesome fight together backstage. Yeah. And like you see them, yeah. but like I WWE mean, tries to portray these blood feuds 
and like, oh, you just tried to light yep. me on fire, but don't worry, bro, I'll like your photo on Facebook. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, what do you guys or, think? Yeah. I mean, no, Becky I Lynch. No, you're, you're fine. <laughs> Becky Lynch, what about that? Now, she did do one that was really good as far as social media. I'll, I'll give her credit. Was it against Rousey and Charlotte? Was that yeah. the one where they were? Mm-hmm. Now, that's one that she actually, that was starting to remind me of something you were you guys were talking about, a little bit yep. of kayfabe, but unfortunately, <laughs> it, it still was tainted because they it were blurred still doing the that. Like, yeah. reality for a second. But right. it still right. at least blurred it, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, and that's and, the thing. Like, if you can keep it separate, that's one thing. Like, okay, Ivy has her platform, but then Ivy's real identity has her platform. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, I kind of keep my, my, my wrestling image here and my personal image here. Mm-hmm. And I, like, keep them separate and I don't, I try not to intermix the two, you know, beyond a certain extent. Whereas it's just not happening anymore. Like I said, you know, you have the whole, like the whole, the Ric Flair and Lacey Evans storyline. And then what, a week later, they're all vacationing. It's like Charlotte and her dad literally are supposed to hate each other right now. Why are they on a boat in freaking I don't know, some gorgeous tropical ocean hugging and fucking sipping on mimosas. Like, And he's like kissing his wife. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It frustrates yeah. me. It really does. You know, you know who this conversation will be really fun with, and we should continue this conversation next week a little bit. Is just incredible who we're going to have on the show yeah. next week. I'm oh, super. Yeah. I'm super excited for that. Um, you know, thank you to our uh, our good friends over at CCW that are helping uh, sponsor that for us a little bit here. And uh, you know, we are. I'm super excited to have PJ on the show. Oh, Tyler Ticker. Um, oh, uh, oh, and he's gone. Uh, and he's gone again. Uh, <laughs> but I think PJ would be a great one to have this conversation with. Yeah. Because he's so passionate about this in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really looking forward to to that conversation with him as well. Well, my friends, we are, we're just about out of time uh, because by the time I piece all of this together, oh, Tyler's like disappeared now. Um, he's back, but he's just Tyler Checker. It's just me and the ladies what? now. Yeah. <laughs> The yeah. ladies man. Amy, we gotta run. The ladies man. <laughs> no, I, it's a it's a ticker. It, it been doing fine. Now it's starting to act up. Well, that's okay because we're we're gonna wrap up anyway. So, all of my friends, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, and thank you for helping us to reach two thousand Twitter followers. What? Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Right. We hit that two K. Okay. We hit that two K. So we're we're doing what we got to do. Uh, you know, Ivy didn't even have to show any skin to make it happen. You know, it's it, it, it's Did it's it. all good. Oh, puppy. Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry for for our listening audience. Uh, a- Amy's dog just jumped up in her lap. So huzzah. <laughs> um, so we are uh, we're gonna run on out of here. But folks, go check out all of the events happening at Coastal Championship Wrestling. You've got a ton of stuff coming up in the next couple of months, and uh, you can find them at ccwrestlingfl.com. Go check them out. If you are interested in becoming a professional wrestler, a referee, a manager, please go check them out. If you are in the Florida area, you can check out their their uh, training facility. And if you are in the greater Philadelphia area, you can always reach out to us at ACPW Proving Grounds. And uh, you can check that out at acpwrestling.com. All right, my friends, thank you so much for joining us on behalf of Ivy, on behalf of Amy, on behalf of Tyler and Nelio, who couldn't be with us for this portion of the program tonight. Um, Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we will catch you next week as we interview Justin Incredible.
Just incredible. I just said Justin incredible. It's <laughs> just incredible. ECW legend. We will have him on the show next week right here on Rewind Wrestling Radio, folks. Catch us then.